Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We're going to get right into it today. We have lots of shady things going on out there, starting with the one that has kind of taken over our feed from the Haley Bieber Selena situation. All of a sudden overnight, Chris Jenner, are you working hard out there? Mm-hmm. It turned into all about Vanderpump Rules, Tom cheating on Ariana. If you're not up to speed or in the Bravo universe, there's some things you need to know about the situation. This is no ordinary cheating situation. Mm -hmm. Tom Sandoval and Ariana were together for nine years. Their relationship had a little bit of a shady start, though, because he actually cheated on his previous girlfriend, Kristen Doty, with Ariana. Yep. So it was a little a little bit of a sketchy situation to start their relationship. And she had made several comments along the way on the show Vanderpump Rules where all this was going down that, you know, she never worried about him doing that to her. Well, nine years later, here we are. He was having a six-month-plus-long affair with one of the later season castmates that came along, Raquel, who was being also exposed now for her name actually just being Rachel. Yeah, I heard that. I heard she was always called Rachel and then for the show, changed decided it. that her name would now be pronounced Raquel. She changed the spelling as well. Did she? So I don't know if it's legally or just for the show, but so Raquel is younger. She came on in a later season of the show and she actually was caught in a lot of interviews even recently, saying that Ariana was one of her best friends on the show. She took her in under her wing because when she first came on the show, not that many people liked her. And she's been sleeping with her boyfriend for over six months. Supposedly, this all started at Coachella. So it could have been longer, but people think like that was maybe the first hookup and then they didn't hook up again. And then it kind of started getting serious later. Yeah. But there are so many little things coming out now, too, that they were kind of flaunting this relationship in everyone's face, like hiding in plain sight almost, because they had posted multiple videos together, posted pictures together for Halloween. Tom Sandoval dressed up as Raquel. Did he really? That I didn't know. Yeah. And then his girlfriend didn't find that the least bit suspicious. So he's always kind of been one to he likes attention. He's kind of does the costume thing a lot. He performs. He has a band now, too. So I don't think anyone would have thought anything of it. He's done a lot of like silly things like that on the show in the past. So I don't think anyone thought anything of it. But it also turns out that they have been secretly wearing matching lightning bolt necklaces the whole time, too. They really weren't trying to be discreet about this. And so what was also really messed up about the situation and that has the whole cast kind of up in arms is that not only was Raquel kind of saying, oh, we're best friends with Ariana. Mm -hmm. She was pretending to have a thing with one of the other castmates ex-husbands so there's tom schwartz who was married to katie they got divorced and then 
he was kind of covering for Tom Sandoval, who was still in a relationship, saying that he was the Tom that people kept saying that Raquel was out with. So when people would say, oh, we saw Raquel out with Tom, or we saw Tom kiss Raquel at Coachella the first time that it was ever brought up, everybody said, well, that was the other Tom. It It wasn't the Tom in the relationship, but it really was the Tom in the relationship. How sneaky. So this was not just a oopsie. This was not just a, you know. It was a well thought out and what I'm hearing now, so Bravo, of course, went and got their cameras in there and they yeah. wanted their statements because they're going to put it in this season. Yeah, because they had just stopped filming. Yeah. And so they went and got their things. And what has been rumored to be what was said during those interviews was basically Tom Sandoval, the one that was cheating, gaslit Ariana for the entire thing. Surprise, surprise. Came up with excuses. And it's really getting full circle because in the original Vanderpump, when it first started, he was dating one of the other castmates and they painted her as crazy for accusing him of cheating. He gaslit her. Everybody believed him that it never happened. And then what do you know, a couple seasons later, he admits that, oh, I actually did cheat with Ariana. And so everyone he's doing the same thing again. And I swear this happens so frequently that history is going to repeat himself. I'm not going to say once a cheater, always a cheater, but the cycle repeats. Everybody is very thrown off guard because like I said, the only person who was said to have known is Tom, the other Tom that was helping him cover, Mm -hmm. but everybody else was blindsided. And so it's being said, too, that they're going to come out and say, it's fine because we want to be together. We were actually going to be together, so it's fine. And um, I heard that rumor is that the only concern that they had is Tom and Tom own, partly own two different restaurants Mm -hmm. in L.A. And people are saying we're not going to go there anymore. Oh, so, because a cheater owns this restaurant. Yeah, and he's a liar. He can't be trusted, so we're not going to support him. And so in his apology, that was the only thing he really addressed. Was he, the restaurant? Yeah, don't boycott. There's other people involved. Don't hurt their livelihood. But he didn't apologize to Ariana publicly at all. That's disgusting. Yeah, so definitely not the like end of this situation. the first way to have people boycott your restaurant if that's the only thing you're concerned about and the only thing that is getting out is oh but but don't hurt the restaurant I'm so concerned about the restaurant well we weren't too concerned about your restaurant but now we're gonna be now we're not gonna go I feel like people would have people would still go to the restaurant and probably not think too deeply about it if he didn't make that statement well they were starting to and so the internet but I think that would have faded out yeah and then I heard too this one wasn't posted about anywhere but it was one of those blind items that always comes out that him and Raquel personally were only worried about not being able to go to Coachella again this year because they think they'll be ostracized there and people will not want them around them 
And that was their only concern. Nothing about what? the people that they hurt, the people that they lied to. Just very shallow That's concerns. Terrible. Here. They're they're concerned about not being able to go to Coachella and frolic around in the desert. What? Like I I mean I can't. I can't say I wouldn't be hurt about not being able to go to a festival. I mean I would be hurt. I would but be really upset. Again, it sounds like they don't care what people think of them anyways at this point. So just go. Who cares? Yeah. I don't know. So that was wild. I don't think it's the end of that what situation. Time. So if more comes out, we will definitely update you guys on that. Another thing that happened this past week. So HBO is coming out with a show called The Idol. And originally it was supposed to be from the female perspective of going into the industry, Hollywood, and how they're taken advantage of. And it was supposed to be very much from a female perspective. Well, throughout filming, they ended up stopping recasting, getting a new director, and lo and behold, they put Sam Levinson, who also does Euphoria, Mm -hmm. in the director role, along with The Weeknd, who was always part of co-creating this show. So they take over, Sam and The Weeknd, Abel, Mm -hmm. and they're directing the show now. And supposedly, it took a very twisted turn. I've heard it's dark. Yeah, it's very dark and I'm very curious to see how this is perceived once the public gets to see yeah. it. Well, I know HBO is always kind of known for being racy. They do a lot of things that are edgy, but it's saying that a lot of people cast or not cast crew that are witnessing these changes happening are concerned. They're like, this is taking it too far. This is actually becoming, instead of showing this perspective, it's we're becoming, becoming it. that perspective. We are the people taking advantage yeah. of the women in Hollywood because it's they've shifted the direction of from Abel's perspective because he's also the main character in it with mm-hmm. along with um, Lily Rose Depp is the other main character in it. So, yeah, people are not too happy. They also have, like, a really star-studded cast, which I didn't know that this was happening, but there's um, Troy Sivan. And who is the guy from the Netflix show? Dan Levy. Mm. Dan Levy's in it. And they have a lot of other people in it. And so nobody responded to these claims, by the way, that this is becoming very dark, very twisted, Rolling Stones is the one who did this piece about what it's turning into. And so the only response that was given from anyone involved was The Weeknd posted what appeared to be a clip from the show saying that Rolling Stones is irrelevant. Perfect. And that was the only response given. So, but also speaking of Sam Levinson... We've got a pattern of darkness here because things are wild. I don't know if it's a full moon or what's going on, but I think it's meant to be his style of directing is supposed to be very edgy, but it's getting people into trouble. And also the cast that he works with seems to be getting in trouble too, because Angus Cloud from Euphoria is reportedly wanted by the police for allegedly hitting and running a car in Marina del Rey, California. So that is not good. 
Um, Mm-mm. and then it was also said that Cat, the character Cat, uh, her name is Barbie Ferreira. Yeah. She ended up leaving Euphoria after the first season because of supposedly rumors that her and Sam weren't getting along. Yeah, they weren't seeing eye to eye. There was a lot of speculation that that's why she wasn't at the premiere for the last season. Yeah, and so she left the show. And then also um, still in the show was Chloe Cherry. Mm -hmm. She plays Faye in the show. She was recently charged with... um, misdemeanor theft for allegedly stealing a shirt from her local mall and like for why why do we need to be stealing a shirt from a local mall well the thing is if it was i've heard in the past that it's more not about necessarily the price that she couldn't afford that Mm -hmm. shirt it's like the thrill of stealing Mm -mm. but her lawyers say that you know she didn't do it and it was all misunderstanding she thought she paid for the shirt um, but yeah, so all these characters surrounding Sam Levinson seem to be getting in trouble. And then also with some car troubles, Pete Davidson got into a car crash this past week. Yeah. Where he ended up running into a home. Yeah. I've been seeing, I don't know what it is. And car crashes scare the crap of me. That was wild. I also saw a TikTok this week that... An innocent bystander was literally chilling at their local coffee shop and a car just crashed into the front of the coffee shop. I do see TikToks like that. It scares the crap out of me. I'm like, is nowhere safe? I was worried when I was walking in to get my coffee this morning. I was like, a car could just... Well, like, I know we're not the best drivers, but like, damn, this is on another level. And like, if you're... I mean, most coffee shops, I mean, at least that I go to, are located within a secure parking lot. How are you going that fast in a parking lot that you are hitting and destructing the building? See, I How? think I think that's where we differ. Like, we're not the best drivers, but we're also no, not no, we're reckless. Not. Like, that is just reckless we, behavior we out here. We care about how we drive. We just aren't that good at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so that, and I, it was actually allegedly that he was going very fast in neighborhoods and that's how it happened. Like he lost control because he was going too fast. That'll happen. They're obviously looking into it. If there's any updates, we'll let you guys know. And they're safe too. They they weren't injured somehow. Yeah, and nobody in any of these besides, um, I think one person had like some bruises or something, but mm-hmm. other than that, everybody was fine, but it was just weird that all this was happening and then also just very weird about sam levinson's cast yeah. just getting into things around town that'll happen i mean <laughs> we'll i guess so um but then also that just came out this past week on netflix was finally chris rock's netflix special selective outrage and this is the first time that he has spoken about being slapped in the face by Will Smith. And it's almost an entire year later from last year's Oscars because the Oscars are this weekend. So it's it's very convenient timing that almost on the one year mark. Yeah, I mean I I I thought the whole thing was interesting when it initially happened. But Yeah. He I watched it. And he did seem very upset. 
Um, He's also an actor. I guess, but I don't know. I, I kind of believed it. I mean, I've never heard someone say bitch. He's a bitch so many times. <laughs> um, so that was interesting, but it was pretty funny too. Yeah. Like, the jokes were pretty good. And if you didn't watch it, I recommend watching it. I thought it was really funny. Some new couple alerts. A lot of new couples. Weird timing. This is not winter. This is like the season where everyone starts breaking up. I know, hot up. girl summer. What's going to happen? So we have Kelsey Ballerini, who's actually in Detroit performing. Maybe Chase Stokes is here because they are a new couple. They are a new couple. I've seen rumors that people think it's not real, that people think it's a PR stunt. He does seem to start dating people right around the time when Outer Banks comes out. That's the thing. That's what everyone was pointing out. He has Outer Banks coming out. She's going on tour. Seems convenient. I do think they're a cute couple, though. So if it's real, I'm quite happy for them because she just got divorced from Morgan Evans. Yeah. Um, Which I guess was like a messy divorce. So she went on call her daddy and was talking about how basically at first it was pretty amicable mm-hmm. and they agreed that it just wasn't working they were kind of separated for a while before they got divorced Mm -hmm. but then she felt like as soon as they actually decided to do it that he kind of capitalized on it and put out a song kind of saying like he was blindsided and didn't know this was coming and she was like what the hell are you talking about yeah you did um but then like that wasn't that long ago that was at the end of last year now she's dating chase stokes and supposedly, she said on Call Her Daddy that she DM'd him first. I could see that. Which, like, good for her if did, it's true. Did, did she DM him first? Or did her PR team reach out to his? Drama. Uh, no, I don't know. I, if, they're, if they're together, good for them. But, you know, you can never be too sure. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Dua Lipa is dating a filmmaker... Romaine Gavras. And there's drama. Could be totally saying that wrong. I say this every single episode. I don't know how to pronounce names. Um, But yeah, there's drama because he previously dated Rita Ora. And supposedly there is this unspoken, unconfirmed feud between Rita Ora and Dua Lipa. So they actually have so much in common, but... I think people has have created this feud because of that. So they're both um, Albanian from Kosovo, and they both attended the same performing arts school in London, and they're said to not like each other despite their grandparents actually being friends. Interesting. And so they every time there's events that they're at the same place, they don't interact. And I think that's why people have jumped to this conclusion because you would think, oh, well, you have so much in common. Your grandparents know each other. You know, you're from the same town Mm -hmm. and they don't interact. So people are like, what the hell is going on here? Something's up. Um, And then BB Rexa also commented at one point about that she is the peacemaker between everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then people were like, well, what are you making peace for if there's no feud? Yeah. Inter- well, if there wasn't before, there may be now. 
Yeah. So that's interesting. I did not know that um, until she was dating this guy and I saw stuff mm-hmm. pop up about that, but I had no idea. Um, and then also dating now, Avril Lavigne is dating Tyga. This I did not expect. I just feel like their vibes are so different, but maybe opposites of tracked. Well, it was surprising because she was just engaged to Modson and they dated for a year, got engaged, and then were almost engaged for a year. And then a week after they supposedly broke up, she was with Tyga. And so Modson actually posted on Instagram saying how he's heartbroken, his life has completely changed in a week. And so people are wondering if he was blindsided. Obviously, we'll never know. I feel like Avril Lavigne doesn't really speak out publicly too no, often. So I don't think she'll comment on it. But she was caught kissing Tyga at um, Paris Fashion Week. That's so... I just... That's not something I would have expected out of 2023. Yeah. An unforeseen... Honestly, a lot of these couples, I mean, were kind of unexpected. Especially Kelsey Ballerini they and really were. Avril Lavigne were like just in such serious relationships and kind of got a whole new thing going on now. Um, Good for them, you know? Yeah, no. Live their life. We have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. Could be like Tom and Ariana and just blindsided. A lot of blindsides. You don't know. Something's in the air. Or it could have been like Kelsey and it was coming for a long time. We're already separated. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we have some updates from last week. So Alex Murdoch was found guilty and he is serving two life sentences. I did watch the Netflix documentary after we filmed last episode. And it was about all of those suspicious deaths surrounding his family throughout the years. Um, And it was really interesting if you didn't watch it yet. And, um, There was so many other people, not just me, who were confused about how to say his name because even the people in the documentary, I didn't know how to say it. No, like a lot of people call him Alec, even though. Oh, even though it's Alex. Yeah. Interesting. And then a lot of people were saying the last name differently. Murdoch or Murdoff. Yeah. So I have no idea what's correct. Um, So that happened. And then a lot of updates with. The Haley Bieber, you know, Selena Gomez situation. I'm I'm thinking this is going to continue to find its way into media for through September. September, she says, because supposedly it's coming out now mm-hmm. that there's rumors and blind items that maybe. Justin Bieber was not going to get his citizenship or visa renewed because of his past run-ins with the law when he was younger. And since he's from Canada, people thought maybe he wasn't going to get his visa renewed. So he needed a way to get that dual citizenship. I mean, Drake said it. We didn't. Ariana, Selena, my visa. (laughs) Why did no one question that until recent? I don't know. I um, always kind of thought about it. I'm like, I mean, it's whatever. Well, I think people really dug into that one because why have Justin lip sync your whole song for your music video? 
Yeah, like that was a very random choice, unless it wasn't. Just saying. Um, but also it was his birthday. And so everyone was wondering, is Haley going to break her silence? And she, she did. But he did not like or comment Which on the post. Which is very telling. Does he typically like and comment on hers? No. So I saw That's a just thing. rude. I saw a thing of somebody kind of doing a screen recording, looking through all her most recent posts. And at least the last Lord's four, work. they he didn't. Um, and then he also posted photos from his own birthday and, you know, all these photos, it was a slideshow and a lot of them, he's hugging people, happy, laughing, whatever. And then the ones he chose to post with her, the one she was facing backwards, he couldn't see her face. And then the other one, neither of them were looking at the camera. Like, does he not understand the weight of what's happening right now? He is really not doing her any favors by like... I, obviously, not he's not like anything. playing into it, but by posting pictures where they don't look happy, I feel like they already get enough hate as it is as a couple because they're continuously, I don't know, I just feel like I've always seen TikToks of the two of them not looking happy together, him being mean to her in public. And a lot of it's taken out of context, and I'm sure there's a good amount of it where they're happy holding hands together that the world doesn't see but at a time like this on your birthday with everything that's happening I think it would definitely kind of diffuse the situation for her at least and he's just choosing not to do it oh so there's definitely that's not going to help the situation um but people are getting absolutely wild with some of the things they're digging into here things are reckless the amount of Haley Bieber archives I've seen of her getting absolutely (laughs) destroyed I know I know it's crazy that people are finding these things and like you said last time it's like were people just saving these up waiting for the time people keep the receipts for a rainy day and they're like now's my time unleash the floodgates like people have pictures of like her when she was a dancer probably in elementary school and it just yeah they're digging they're digging real deep here um well selena gomez gained 12 million followers and this was a couple days ago so it could be higher now kylie lost about 500k followers and Haley lost about 1 million followers and i'm gonna say and counting for all these oh yeah it's for sure in counting i've seen a lot of people saying I didn't even know, you know, who Selena Gomez was before this. Random people, they're like, but now I'm following her on Instagram. Like, yeah, people just are wanting to rallying defend. behind her. Um, and then Selena Gomez came back to social media and posted the most wholesome photo of her fishing with her family. Um, so people were really happy <laughs> about that. Um, but I also saw this. This was kind of wild. Justin Bieber's younger sister, Jazzy, made a video to the song um, by The Weeknd that says, looks like Selena, looks like Angelina, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And she specifically put the song where it's saying like, looks like Selena and posted it to TikTok. So people are thinking that maybe she's team Selena. People are going to have a field day with that. Yeah. So that's definitely not over. Um. But yeah, that 
pretty much concludes, I want to say, what happened this week. I'm sure there's things we've missed because even with um, all these relationships popping up and I'm sure more things are going to come out about all these things. So the Vanderpump Rules, the Hailey Bieber thing. Oh, yeah. We will keep you guys updated on that. But for now, let's get into the shady stories. Do it. Shady story number one. My family owns a lake house. It's my favorite place in the world. It really became my favorite place in the world when a cute boy moved in four houses down. Long story short, when he moved in, we instantly became best friends and started dating. It was actually the most romantic relationship you could ever possibly thought of for a couple of kids. We were always together from the time we were nine until we were 18. We would spend all summer at the lake, summer loving, and fall would roll around and we would have to leave and close our lake houses for the season. We still will continue our relationship throughout the fall and winter months. We were so in love, it was insane. Eventually, we hit a rough patch and decided that we needed to experience life separately for a little while. We grew up together since we were little, and being together is all we knew. We decided to take a break due to him having really bad mental health issues. He constantly felt like he wasn't good enough, and we decided the best thing for him was space and time to grow into the man he wanted to be. So I did my thing for a while, and he did his. We eventually started seeing other people. Yes, it hurt, but his mental health had gotten so bad, I was just happy to see him. The love never went away from me. I would check up on him once a year to see how he was doing, and he was always doing great, but with another girlfriend. So I never felt like I had the chance to tell him that I still loved him. Well, last week, I decided to check up on him after another year. To my surprise, he tells me he now has a daughter who was just born and a fiancé. I congratulated him, and I'm so happy for him, but a little part of me felt like it died. I always imagined this man being my end game. I asked him if it was all right if I could call him, and he agreed. Basically, I broke down into tears, telling him all I've ever wanted was for him to be happy, and that it's so crazy because when you truly love someone, you want to see them happy no matter what, even if it means them being with someone else. I told him even eight years later, I still love him, and I thought to this day he would be my endgame. He broke down crying and told me he always felt the same exact way, but he wanted to take that break all those years back because he felt like I deserved a better man and a chance at a better life than he could provide me. He just had a daughter with his fiance, and they are due to get married this summer. I feel shady as hell for confessing this to him, but I truly felt like I needed to. I don't even know where we stand, but by the way he spoke to me and opened up, I feel like I may have just broke apart this family. I'm so shook. That is definitely... um, This happened last week. Bad timing to choose to confess that. I mean, truth is truth, and she let her truth be free, but I'm just very concerned as to what the repercussions of her actions will be. But I mean, it's on him, too, that he's still in love with this. Yeah, they both definitely had a lot of time to figure that out if they wanted to. Um, Again, though, this is his family. This is his fiance. It's in his hands so she did she do the best thing Uh, no but it was the was it the right thing maybe maybe you know they will maybe the wedding won't happen and they'll be great co-parents and this girl will have her happily ever after with him maybe that'll work out (laughs) it's pretty hopeful maybe it won't 
I I feel like I need to hear what happens next. Yeah, I kind of want to know too. Like, will the wedding happen? I need to know answers, yes or no. Right back in. Please, please <laughs> tell us. Please follow up. Please give us an update. Um, Dang. I mean, I don't... I don't know if this is the most shadiest, but maybe like a six out of 10. I'll say six. Shady story number two. I'm not proud of this story and swore that I would take it to my grave, but here we are. A little over 10 years ago, I was dating a guy. I had my suspicions that he was cheating, but when I asked him about it, he would tell me that I was crazy. I confided in my best friend about my suspicions She reassured me that he wasn't and went so far as to say that if he did, she would tell me. A couple of weeks later, I was getting ready to leave work and he texted me saying that he had a bad day and was going for a drive. We lived together at the time. Right as I was getting into my car to drive home, my phone went off. It was him. He told me that he was taking a drive to cool off so so we could meet up somewhere private. I texted back to meet a pretty pretty secluded location. It was somewhere where I could easily spy on him without being seen. My bestie and I used to smoke a cigarette before we left work for night. During all this, I was waiting for waiting in my car for her. She came out and was telling me that she had to hurry because she was meeting her friend at said location. I kept calm and played along with it. I told her I was going to head home and get sleep because I had eight hours to turn around for work. I parked up at the street and ran down to the location, hiding behind a shed. What do you know? I saw them both pull up and jump into his truck. I was livid. This was supposed to be my best friend. Long story short, we are no longer friends anymore. Now to get to the shady part. So fast forward a couple weeks, I was riding around with a couple of my closest friends. It was a great time. We were playing music, singing, and talking shit on both of them. Well, I had to go. Number two, big doo-doo. <laughs> um, we were heading back to town so I could drop my turds off. Well, I got lost. In about 10 minutes, I couldn't hold it any longer. I pulled to the side of the road and jumped out of the car and did my business. I soon realized that I had nothing to wipe. I just remembered I had my ex-boyfriend's favorite hoodie. Shit. I got out and wiped with it. I had zero remorse for him and his hoodie. RIP to that hoodie. I put my hoodie in a Target bag and hoped and hopped back into the car. The next morning, my ex was texting me, throwing a fit that I had his hoodie hostage. He never asked for it back. So me, still being hurt and obviously petty, told him that I would meet him now. He texted me that he was at work, so I drove to his job and handed it right to him. I walked out of the establishment like a boss. A couple of days later, I saw his new girlfriend posted a picture of her wearing the hoodie. I never said anything about it. Uh, I never, he never said anything to me about it, but I knew he knew he had to. It was so obvious on his light gray hoodie. There was a big smear of brown pudding. <laughs> I ran into him a couple times at local bars and each time he will approach me to make, approach me to make small talk. Every single time I will ask if he farted because I'm getting a huge whiff of poop. <laughs> 
Are you serious? I really wanted you to read that one. I know. I I know you did. It's um. Did you did you get so much joy and happiness yeah. from me reading all of those words? Yeah, I did. Um, that's despicable. Ten out of ten for me. Also, the it's, beginning. Well, the beginning was kind of like um Raquel here. I that know. we were just talking about from Vanderpump Rules. Being sneaky with the best friend. Yeah. And um, to say they deserved it, I don't, I don't know if that's the plan I would have concocted. I feel like they could have did better. But it's a plan. It was, it, it, was it a plan? Or what was it? Was it a happy coincidence? You know what? It was a happy coincidence. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Gross. Okay. Ugh. Shady story number three. I started listening to your podcast in like December, I believe. I started with episode one and basically binged all the episodes over the course of a few weeks for like an hour or so before bed every night. I would often play some free game on my phone while I listened. One night I was laying in my bed. My husband passed out and was snoring next to me, listening with my AirPods in to the spooky story episode where you revealed that the spooky story about the tape recorder was yours. Right as he began to tell the spooky stories for that week, an ad on my game popped up, which I usually have them silenced, and I hear spooky story number, ah, help me. I flailed in the air. My arms went flying outward and smacked my husband in the face. I jumped out of bed and screamed. My husband jumps out of bed too and is like, what the hell is going on? I cannot speak and am gasping for air. My husband is so confused, but ready to conquer whatever has me so incredibly freaked out. At this point, my AirPods are disconnected from the phone, and I can see and hear that it was an ad that popped up during the game I was playing. But for a moment, I was convinced that your ghost from the tape recorder teleported through the podcast to my phone. Needless to say, my husband was not amused once I was calmed down enough to tell him what was happening. I... Can't help but smile. Like, I smiled the whole time you were reading that. One, because I missed the spooky stories. Two, I feel like this is something that would have happened to you. Like, I feel I like was, you wrote this story. When I was <laughs> reading this, I was so happy. I was like, oh, they're binging the episode. And I thought it wasn't going to be anything like, I thought it was just going to be a nice note. Yeah. And then I got into it and it, she literally thought the ghost teleported to her phone. That's funny. And I was like, Wow, that is a spooky story. That is one I love spooky it. I story. I love this one. I can't wait for the spooky stories to be back. Same. But this was just 10 out of 10 in the Honorable best 10 way. out of 10. But that concludes um, this episode. And don't forget, we have the Patreon now. So if you sign up for that, this week's bonus content is going to be wedding related. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a this or that and go through some topics for wedding stuff. So if you want to see that, make sure you go to the link in the description and it is linked there to join the Patreon and also keep submitting your shady stories and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye everyone. Bye.